Wow, here we go. Already another dirty Thursday on GFPS. We're Grand Fork's best source. Chad Hoff, the other half of the Bullring Boys, back on the show today. Along with River City Speedway Street Stock Champion Ryan Johnson. Be talking to them in just a couple of minutes. Your show today brought to you by Executive Properties. The company that can do it all for you. I mean everything. Commercial, residential work, kitchen, bathroom, siding, doors, cabinets, trim, tile, concrete. I think you get the picture. Executive Properties, they do it right. Because first off, they talk to you. They listen to you. They find out how you want it done. And then they get it done the way you want, the right way. Barry Romo and the crew with over 30 years of experience, they'll take care of you. Got some great senior and referral discounts. They're willing to work with any budget. They even do snow removal, something to think about coming up here this winter. For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Or go to executiveproperties.org. And also check out the reviews on Facebook and Google. You're going to see the pictures. Man, they do awesome stuff. Executive Properties, your one-stop company that can do it all for you. Well, don't forget, if you have any questions for either one of us, either four of us, <laughs> uh, make sure you call us up. Our number, 701-213-0863. Well, before we get going, uh, time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Here we go. What do you call someone who races online? What do you call someone <laughs> who races online? An eraser. <laughs> Wait, all right, what'd you think about that? An eraser, get and it? An eraser. It's called an e-racing series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'll slow it down oh. next time. Also, you see that squirrel start going. Like, there it is. There it is. Hey, he actually kind of liked that one. He it's, did. He, uh, he liked that one. I see. He smiled bad. even. Yeah, not too often I could get uh, Paul, the producer, to like my jokes. Well, my neighbor tells me, but I like um, them when they're clever, but when they're just <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna blame that one on my neighbor. <laughs> Chad Hop, good to have you back. You've been gone a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, you're a busy dude. It's crazy time now for us at the tire, tire department area. So I mean, tell you what, it's good to be back though. Good to get, get out of here and talk about a little racing. Yeah. Um, uh, first off, is the back healing up for you? Back feels okay. I got some muscle issues, but other than that, I'm fine. Well, I got some muscle muscle issues too, but um, <laughs> I think it's lack of um, no, nothing. A muscle relaxer doesn't help you with. <laughs> So. I wish I had a can of muscle relaxer right now. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, how are you, man? First time around the show. Oh, it's good. Uh, weather's nice. Fall's here. Uh, it's awesome. You're supposed to say and it's cold as hell outside. <laughs> Glad we're not racing. It's not that bad. It's not really. that bad, but <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed yet. to say. <laughs> so uh, you're on the first or the last of seven days off. That's kind of sucky, huh? Yeah, tomorrow will be depressing, but yeah. <laughs> oh well. Do you go back to work days or nights? Nights. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. It's really depressing. Yeah. It's really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Pays the bills, though, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Buys tires, uh, gets us to the track. There yep. you go. And, uh, well, obviously, uh, first off, before we get into it, uh, again, if you want to call us, 701-213-0863 or send us a text. Uh, Ryan, uh, before we get into how good of a year you had this year, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I born and raised in Carlstead. Uh, haven't left far. We've, I got a girlfriend, a dog. 
we live together up there, and, <laughs> this and is, it's real basic and simple. Kind of sounds like a country song. Say, yeah. Turning into a country well, song. I'm from Carlstad, I got a girlfriend yeah. and a dog. I got my dog and a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> it's like you got to relax a little bit. I like '80s rock music. So oh, so do I. So yep, yep. You should have hey. seen me when I had the mullet, man. I, hey, he I has a mullet. Yeah, yeah. We, we back then there was no word called mullet. It was Canadian, you know. And we were <laughs> hockey players, but. I used to have the business in the back with a little perm in there and the, the, the platinum highlights, kind of like the color my hair is now. I just say it's <laughs> platinum highlights. Platinum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how'd you get your start in racing? Well, my uncle raced. He started in Ola Streets in Greenbush, and they moved into mods. And then he was, towards the end of his career, racing late models with the NLRA. Uh, when we were probably 16, me and my cousin, my cousin started racing. He's a little bit younger than me, and I had to have a car. And my dad absolutely did not want me to race. Uh, we had, I think it was when I was 15, we bought a 70 Duster, and we started working on that, and that was going to be my way of not racing. Mm-hmm. We got it painted, and then uh, the next, like, I think it was through that winter, we got it painted, got the shell done, got couple parts cars uh, the next summer coming along and uh, a buddy of mine wanted to go see no my cousin bought this car mm-hmm. for a tranny mm-hmm. and for like 400 bucks i could get it got the car well then i was gonna go have these with a motor with a buddy and we we're just gonna take turns and then uh, we got the car ready and then he kind of couldn't commit to it so then we had this car that was ready to go, and the old man kind of saw that we wanted to get, get mm-hmm. going, and then it just kind of kicked off since. And ever since then, that duster still sits painted in one of the sheds in my yard. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have not finished it yet. It's Correct me if I'm finished. wrong. Don't dusters have like a six-cylinder in them? They could. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could put whatever. Uh, we got a 360 to go in it. Uh, you can put 340 in it. You yep. Can, you, can, you can put whatever. Yeah. Uh, my first race car actually was a uh, 76 Charger SE. Electric everything. <laughs> Electric everything? <laughs> Took it all out. Uh, a lot of people watching. Andrea is watching. Uh, Austin Hunter says, look at that flow. I'm hoping he's talking about your hair. I hope so. I know he's not talking about your hair, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely nothing there to talk about. Look at Bruce or Paul's hair. He's got enough enough yeah, power that for both of that. us. See, look at that. Yeah, yeah look at that, that thing. flow going. Look at that flow. Uh, Daniel Aberly, thanks for uh, checking in with us. He's watching the show too. Uh, okay, getting back to the racing thing now. Um, how long have you been racing these uh, street stocks in, Ryan? Oh, I think this is the thirteenth. Season thirteen already? Yeah, man, it doesn't seem like that no, long. It doesn't. Um, it, I was well. I did what tra- Chad did for years. Yeah. Uh, track side announcer. Um, have you ever won a, a track championship before? Like points I, or yeah, a race? Green no, the, like the points. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, we got. I think we got nine total. Uh, three, wow. Three in Forks and the rest in Greenbush. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it's kind of funny because uh, all the people I interviewed down at uh, at RideLCar.com, Victory Lane, I can't remember half of them. <laughs> Jeez, wow. I can only remember this year so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bailey, Ronald, Scotty Iverson. Hey, all guys. say hi. They're all watching. Sweet. Um, 
Uh, I want to know, uh, Ryan, are you going to keep running street stocks? For now. Uh, any other any other kind of class piqued your interest at all? Um, There's two. I, oh, oh. I, I like A mods. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'd fare in open wheel. Mm-hmm. I think probably better than I, I would anticipate. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, you know, a one hit, you know, and it's with any class, you know, one hit in a corner and it gets expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really like the idea of the NLRA and kind of, you know, you could limit yourself with shows and travel here and there. Um, so down the road, I like that idea, but it is a lot of fun just running a streeter. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. And and a nice thing, too, about the street stock, uh, you can pick up and run one of three, four, five places every single week within just a couple-hour drive out yeah. of Carlstead. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple, you know. Well, I think you're out of the money, too, because you, you could do both those classes. I think, in my personal opinion, it would probably be a, a late model thing for me to see you in a closed wheel and, and have that opportunity. And I like it. Um, and I think if we could just get rid of everything we have, and I think that's the biggest problem is we got yeah, such you got an it. investment in what we have and it's, it makes it easier. Well, especially this year is a brand new car. Second year on You're, it. This is second year on the car. Yep. So last year was a black car. This year you painted it blue. Yeah. Um, and so you probably have like two other cars sitting in the shop. No, no, no. got rid of them. No, or did you get, no, or you got one. I, I'm bad at selling stuff. Oh, so you got <laughs> more than that. No, I got... So in 2012, we wrecked a car. Uh, it was after the checkered. Yeah. Uh, there was a fair race. And that night, we, there was no sprint cars, no late models. It was just us and B mods. And I, I mind-boggled on how it really happened, but I do believe that there was a lot extra marbles. Right. And just kind of entered high. Well, I slid off the top and rolled that. That was a brand-new car in 2009, so I was three years old. Um, that car is still sitting in the weeds, pretty screwed up. <laughs> and then, uh, so then we bought a car from James Wall in Canada, yeah. put that together in a week, race. Um, I think we come up short of first that night. And then I finally sold that car two years ago. And that thing, uh, Jamin Foss used to run back in the day when, mm-hmm. before Wyzota, streeters and forks. And I, we ran a lot of old stuff. And then we finally bought a brand new car from Keith Tuerville in 2019. Yeah. Wow. There you go. It's pretty cool feeling, though, when you can pick up a new car, uh, wrench on it for a week, and get a top three. Yeah, you know, and that's <laughs> kind of, it. Yeah, it, it's weird. I do remember, you know, the seat in that car was nothing special. And. I think we had to find some foam for my behind because mm-hmm. my tailbone, I, it hurt. <laughs> it was like, painful to get in the car. Oh, man. Um, by the way, uh, Carrie Ann, Chase, Alora. Wow. Some classmates. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. People are, yeah. They're going to make fun of him later. Dusterville teammates. He's probably yeah. sitting at his uh, banker's office watching. <laughs> I got one of those kind of jobs, <laughs> huh? Yeah. He's probably checking his fantasy football. <laughs> You know, when the street stocks, Ryan, first came out, it was, uh, well, you know, it was kind of billed as more of an affordable class to run. Uh, but we all know how racing goes. Uh, just how affordable is it to <laughs> build a new car? Say you wanted to build a brand new car for next year. How much do you think you'd have to sink into that thing? Well, Ooh. it's it's up there. I mean, 
Ballpark figure. I would say you could spend. You could go buy a turnkey car for seventy five hundred. You okay. get, get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. If you want to put brand new stuff on, I mean, you could probably sink in eighteen to twenty. Oh I yeah, mean, I think that's a reasonable number. And if you don't uh, agree, I, I, I don't know. I'm the parts. You know, no, I'm good it, with what you're saying. I just have a tough time as a hobby to. Yeah. Wow, yeah. you guys are well, really into it. I've always felt that. You know, it's no different than going to the lake every weekend with right. a boat. Or and you don't have that stuff. No. And it's not really at all the, like, all at once. Right. You know, I'm not going to go all at once, all in. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, this is 13 years of investment right. for me because, you know, we're sitting, we got two motors, a couple trannies, and, you know, all the extra parts, you know. Yeah, so in case something happens, like, say, you race Friday night bull ring. Something happens at that night. You got Saturday night Greenbush. Yeah, you change in parts at home right yeah. away, and then turn off. Usually Greenbush. have everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. try to. That's true, and it does take time. I mean, it's not like everybody can just throw out twenty grand right now. Right, and know. when and when I first started, it was you know you got to walk before you can run. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you can't always expect everything to happen. Snap your fingers. Yeah, you can't be expected to go out there and win the first night one of driving yeah, the first night. Yeah, you just got to keep yourself out of trouble and yeah. have fun. That's one thing where you look at, like Tommy Corcoran always says, he runs where he can run. Mm-hmm. You know, if he, if he needs to push a little bit, he pushes a little bit. But yet, he doesn't want to wreck his stuff. Nope. And uh, he's one good guy at uh, holding on to that stuff, too. Yeah. And, and coming out unscathed most nights. Yeah, so he's on the same exact aspects coming from Ryan. He's saying, you know... Run where you run, understand where you're got, know that your stuff probably isn't the best, but it'll get there. Mm-hmm. Give it time, it'll get there. Yeah, so you, yeah you're, I mean, the, the like sponsors kind of fork over some of that cost too. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, when we bought this new car, I had a really good friend sponsor that helped out. Thank the sponsor. Go Jason ahead. You can thank them all. Uh, <laughs> Jason is, a, he used to be my hockey coach, there best friend. Yeah. Uh, he's helped me out a lot. Uh, there's so many. Um, well, first off, I didn't know Carlston had a hockey team. I played in Halak. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, it was. I'm glad I did. That yeah, was, oh, that I was a hockey guy. Uh, that was best times of my life. Yeah, it, it's the greatest sport in the world after dirt track racing. It is. All right, they're they're really a close. One and one for me. Yeah, talk to Brandon Mullen about that. See which one. Yeah, 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 exactly. If, if there are any sponsors out there that want to uh, go on my pickup. <laughs> I, could, like I could use the help with the payments. <laughs> uh, Craig, Doogie's watching. Jeannie is watching. Doogie. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, so you run Grand Forks and Greenbush every week? Try to. Uh, do you do anything on Sundays? Do you make any shows or do you you know, go to Ada on Thursdays or anything like that? Once Ada switched to IMCA. Um, that's kind of the last time we've been there. Mm-hmm. We used to try to go there. Uh, that was fun. Uh, back when things were normal, we could go to Morden. Mm-hmm. And yeah. started tickling with that. Uh, that track was kind of fun. It's, it's fun going there. Lisbon, we went once last year. That was the first time I've ever been there. Had a really good time. Um, you were in Devils like this year for the Street Talk Tour? No. Didn't you? No, didn't make it. You All were right. down there one weekend, weren't you? No. I, I was going to try. That's right. Your dad and I were talking and to you to try. It just didn't pan out. Uh, 
we kind of slowed down a lot the last couple of years. Uh, after I wrecked my last car that was down in Fergus, we kind of just backed off a little bit, and then we bought the new car, and then kind of Andrea, but yep. really, she didn't want me to bring, bring it down there with the wall. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that wall scares a lot of people. It, it ain't bad. It's just things happen so fast. And yep. It, it wrecked a lot. Um, I, I really want to bring this car down there because I think it would love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all timing, and the older I get, the less we do is kind of almost a little more fun. Yeah. So, uh, if we can make it to Forks every night and Greenbush and just but, close to home. Yeah, if it rains out, it's big whoop. Now, when you take out, guys, I, I've obviously been up in your area on Friday afternoons, seeing you fill up the corner gas station before you leave home. You're leaving town like at almost noon or one o'clock. No, I would say three thirty ish. So three thirty ish. If if you saw me at noon, I was because I was getting trying to get ready. Okay, all right. Just trying to get everything. Ready I always go. honk at him because he's always at that. There's a corner gas station. Yeah, well, uh, believe me, I've been to that gas yeah. station a million <laughs> times. I love that place. Yeah, and I always honk and wave at him. And it's him and his girlfriend filling up. This mm-hmm. got the pickup and the car behind it. I just assume then they're leaving at that time. Okay, but uh, no, it's you, you got to get a lot of preparation that day. We have we have like we've talked. John and I did about drivers showing up Thursday at noon for a Friday show. So yeah. you get here Friday fairly early. Yeah, I was actually just joking with the girlfriend about this, that, uh, you know, showing up at draw cutoff. I, I, I could have left a little earlier here, but she she said, well, typical Johnson, leave it a little later. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same matters. way. And then when it comes to race day, we, we're there two hours early. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. If I'm, I, if I'm 15 minutes early, I'm late. Yeah. And that's yeah. the way I am. And yeah. a lot of times it's if I'm an hour early, I'm late. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit, uh, since you brought up IMCA stuff, we're going to talk a little bit about IMCA versus Wasoda here in a second. But I uh, want to remind you guys about Andy's Harley-Davidson celebrating uh, that big anniversary this uh, weekend. In fact, you know, Andy's celebrating keeping riders on the road for 45 years. So we want you to come and celebrate this Saturday from 9 to 3. It's their big open house. Stop in and register for some great prizes, winter bike storage, free oil changes, Custom Andy's T-shirts and a $450 gift card uh, and the release of the Custom Andy's Hockey Tees and the first, first ever Andy's Hockey Poker Chips. Uh, You can check out the new arrivals. Be thinking about your new set of wheels for uh, next year. They're going to have vendors on site, too. So why don't you come and celebrate with us? We'll be there Saturday. Uh, It's going on from 9 to 3, 2756 North Washington. Andy's Harley-Davidson keeping riders on the road for 45 years. Back on the show again with the Bullring boy, Chad Hoff, and, of course, Ryan Johnson. And, uh, you know, last week we had uh, uh, Dustin Strand on the show. Yeah. And we were talking about IMCA versus Wissota. And don't you – isn't there a way they could figure out where they can make these cars the same so you could go race with these guys and they could come and race with us? I mean, is there a way there's to do got it? it? There's got it. There's – there's a couple different things that they do. The tires are different. They should be able to make that one compound the same. Um, but you look at a street stock and a uh, stock car. They're just set up. They're just two different setups. 100% two different setups. Um, but I've known drivers that take their hobby stock car, throw a set of Hoosiers on there, and change gears, and then run with street stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know. I, there's got to be something they could do. 
I, I'd love to call a lifeline right now and talk to Brandon Beater and be like, hey, bud, what is the 100% difference? I mean, he's raced forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's an IMCA guy. He's the president of Nordic Speedway right now. Yep. Um, and But I, he, him and I talked on Devil's Lake. We ran hobby stocks with pure stocks uh, at Devil's Lake Speedway mm-hmm. on Saturday nights. Yep. Uh, I think some of those pure stocks could compete with a street stock, depending on what they are. No, not saying they can win every night, but they could compete. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at a sport mod and a, a B mod, the, those two differentials, there's there's some things in there that are different. I know the gears might be different. The tire compound definitely different. Why is that? If you know at all, why why does Hoosier come out with a tread compound for Risotto and a different tread compound for IMCA? What's up? Are they just in it to make money? I couldn't even answer it for you. I'm the idiot racer. <laughs> Coming from a tire guy, it's Hoosier wants to make money, and yeah. so they're going to yeah. switch. They're going to switch uh, uh, compounds up. Like, okay, well, we'll do this for this class. This tire is going to be one hundred and twelve dollars, or whatever they are, you know. And then this tire is going to be a compound different for IMCA class, and this tire is going to be one hundred eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing it for a money value thing, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wish I knew more of the differences of the rule structures and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but. possible. I think all the myths about it. I mean, there's probably something to it. I just think the only way you fix it is you pick one and you go to bed with it. Yep. Uh, there, yep. There's no in-between. There's no, let's have both. We're in a small enough. I mean, we've got a big region up here, but it's small. Right. we got to be all on the same page. And yeah. it's, it's really, there's kind of a divide south of Highway 2. Yeah, you could pretty and much take the, the state of North Dakota and divide it in half. That. From then, like Devil's Lake, Rugby, down south, that, and then it's IMCA from there. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you look yeah. at you look at Zach Wild. He could take that Nosa Outlaw Sprint car, pull the wing off, slap a different motor on it, and he's keep a, the tires on because they're used tires. They're used tires, and he does that all the time. Yep. Same I mean, that's pretty Brandon, cool to watch. Brandon Palm did that too this mm-hmm. year. That twenty two. Yep. So uh, Ron, uh, Ronald said it's all up to the sanctions, not who who's your. Well, yeah, we we kind of get that. Well, I know that it's all up to the sanctions. Sanctions going to go to Hoosier. Well. It's just, it ain't no different than Ford manufacturer company going to a tire dealer and saying, hey, I want this tire built. And they're going to build that tire per OE specs for that vehicle. It ain't no different for that. The sanction, IMC sanction, was those sanctions can get together. It can't be that difficult and go to Hoosier and be like, hey, we want this tire for both our classes. I I, I understand 100% what Ron's saying. I get it. Um, But I'm on the other aspect of that because I know the behind the scenes thing of what's going on with the tire industry stuff. And so I just, I think both sanctioned buys can come together and make it, you know, mm-hmm. one big thing. Right. Uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of this uh, more for the mods and stuff like that is oh, where yeah. really, really, uh, you notice, you know, they're well, like Dustin Strand, you know, he hit on that last week. It'd be nice to go run with these guys, but I would have to do a lot of work to my car to make it IMCA ready. Right. And I think the motor is the big difference too. I think, uh, an A-Mod motor is going to be a little bit more powerful than a mod- IMC modified motor. Yeah, right. Uh, and so he's going to have to do a lot of work for that to happen. I mean, when you if you ran the bull, at the Bullring IMC modifieds and A-Mods with Zotas, you would 100% tell a difference. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Karolek, I triple heart <laughs> RJ25. I showed him that. It oh, is. okay. Uh, Timmy Riopel, Bo is watching. Uh, Andrea says it's true when we were talking about you have to be early all the time. Uh, Ronald Leroy Olofsson. It's all up to the sanctions, not Hoosier. Okay. Uh, Ryan, do you 
have a favorite track without throwing anybody under the bus or hurting anybody's feelings. Which track do you like to go to the best? This is a non-feelings hurting show. Mm-hmm. I, I I completely understand. <laughs> um, I would say night in, night out, Grand Forks. Yep. Uh, I like four classes. I like moving. Get the show done. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's put her in gear and go. Uh, at the end of the, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older I get, the more I dislike being on a track from, well, say the races start at 7, and we're finishing at 11.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just... That's I a little too late. Any, yeah, I don't think any fan should sit in the stands for that long. You, you like the structure of it. Yeah, I like the structure of Forks. Um, usually night in, night I, I get... There's some nights I get mad in Forks. The track might be a little wet or, like, the last night of the year. That was pretty slimy out mm-hmm. there. I went in on the, la- the yeah. first lap, and, you know, you're up front. Uh, I just threw her in, and I slid to Kentucky. I mean, there was... <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, Kentucky. we talked about that. <laughs> that ended up being the, you know, the screw-up of the race because, right. uh, you know, the car was good at the end. But So there are some nights that suck, but you take uh, good and bad and throw in a hat and mm-hmm. pick it up. I mean, it all evens out. Got a couple of uh, replies from Terry Blacklands, who knows a thing or two about race cars. Uh, IMCA stock cars, open motor rule, headers, manual tranny, different tires, Wasota Street stock, 360 max, cubic inch stock exhaust, automatic tranny. Oh, weight jacks, too, on IMCA stock cars yeah. also. Yeah, they do have that. Like that dude, he really Terry, knows his, yeah. We have a phone call, phone line up front there. You could just call us. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. If uh, you want to get on the show here, Terry, um, I, I was on his show a couple of years ago. Really? 701-213-0863 is the number. Now, if he Thanks, calls, I'm Terry, not going to even know how to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, things like guys like that that have been around and know it's just nice to we talk about it. Don't get me wrong. John and I talk about it a lot, but we don't know the ins and outs a hundred percent like everybody else does. I can't go be a tech inspector right now for right for IMC. It's, yeah. you know it's pretty I mean? confusing, but at the same time, you know, we raceway Zoda stuff, and I, I could, I the tracks I run at, like I don't race IMCA, so right. I, you know, I don't care to know. Well, if as long not, as we're not switching, yeah, then I'm not interested. You if, know? if it's your realm uh, right now and what I, you're doing, why change? Yeah, I get they, they can have a little bit more. I yeah. wish we could have a spec header. Uh, I, if I told you how many manifolds we put on this last year, that's <laughs> uh, wrecked a couple of my nights on yeah, the yeah. car because mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it just we just got to pick one and go to bed with it. I, yep, it's like why pick from. Sure. Two different sides. And, oh, yeah. And try to get 10 people to, you know, have five on five, yep. you know. You know, you talk about a, a structured show like River City Speedway tends to do. Of course, uh, the John Seitz Memorial, day two went late, but we had a three-hour rain delay. Nothing you can do um, about that. Yeah. yeah. How about uh, how about the Jamestown Stampede? I heard they were going at it till like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, we could go I'm on. glad I didn't go. I, could... I thought about going. I talked about going. Mm-hmm. We ended up having some commitments at home. And I, I was in bed and still trying to find results. Couldn't they just? I could go on for an hour just talking about the Jamestown Jamestown Sand Stampede. Mm-hmm. And I don't just because I saw some anyone. crap. I just I I truly feel like if you're gonna have a big deal like that, maybe have five main classes. Right, but, right. Well, I think I think what 
um, Dustin was talking about last week. He was excited for the two shows, two nights, because last, <clears throat> excuse me, last couple of years they were doing heats one night. It was like you and the John Sites Memorial. Mm-hmm. The Friday night you had one heat, and that was it for the night. Yeah. That's how they used to do the stampede. Well, this year they changed it in two different nights. Yep. I mean, so it, it had to be a lot. And they know, had a lot of classes. A lot with of classes. A ton of cars. I was looking at the lineup and. I, I don't know. There had to have been a couple hundred cars. I think Easy. Three hundred cars. Three hundred cars. I think. I think they could. You know, and I know it's late in the season, but they could probably sprawl that out to a three-day show. Yeah. And then make it more enticing. Yeah. Uh, instead of people going there and ruining their stuff in mm-hmm. one night, and not able to work the next. I, uh, I, I saw some pretty spectacular stuff. The yep. mod, the the IMCA stock, IMCA mod feature. Was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Sean Strand won it, and the car flipped cut, trying to beat him. Yep. I mean, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I saw some pretty nasty stuff uh, where a car rolled a guy on purpose. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, yeah, we could go on about that for a while, yeah. but I'm not going to drop names. But it was pretty intentional. It was pretty unfortunate for everybody involved. Um, but it happened after the, after the heat race. After a heat race, John. Mm-hmm. And the guy going on the back straightaway... And if anybody has Facebook, they've already seen it. That's why I don't have to drop names. Intentionally got into a guy and rolled him. And you ever see that post on Facebook where that cop rolled the guy? Oh, and yeah. Launched off Launched him? him That's yep. what happened here. Oh, wow. Rolled him, launched, and that other car hit face down and rolled. They could have. It could have been bad. Yeah. I know on the racetrack you guys have animosity sometimes, and after everything's all said and done, like Joey Berg always says, everything's good. we got a good class. But something like that's definitely not needed in a race car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can end somebody's life, unfortunately. I do have a, a text here from somebody that was at the Stampede, and they said it was horrible. Uh, when you looked in the stands at the end, when the late models came out, there was no one in the stands. Terrible on Saturday. It's the end of the year. A lot of the times, this is the wrap-up show for guys. Yeah. After a long, hard season, why not make it three days? Yeah. Well, I, I agree with that. And you look just like you look like they just said, a show... When you go on and go get entertained for a race, it's, it ain't no different. I was told, I just told this last week, it ain't no different than going to a movie. Mm-hmm. When you look at the movie and it's like two hours and 13 minutes or two hours and 50 minutes, do you really want to go sit that long to watch a movie? You're going to see one for an hour 47. Let's go to that one. Yeah. So when you look at a race, race program, seven to 10, that's a perfect time span. And it's perfect for us announcers too, be honest with you, because by yeah. 10 o'clock, our, his voice for sure is, is almost had it. Oh, yeah. Because there's close races and stuff like that going on, and I've been in that involved too, to where towards the end of the night, we're getting excited, but yet can't emotionally bring it out because we have yeah. no voice left. Yeah, I can tell how good the racing was at the end of the night by how bad my yeah. throat hurts at the end of the night. I right. Think, I think 7 to 10 is even a little bit late because, you know, if you oh, want to get, if you get you know, families and kids out there, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I usually have my kids in bed by 8, 9 o'clock. Right, yeah. and, oh, and that, our son's usually in bed and by 8, 9. And, I don't think it's against the law to start – a little earlier. No, you no. Can start at six thirty if you want. Or but yeah. The only thing, only reason behind the whole later start, I think, is when they look at the track preparation and everything else like that. If it's as soon as the sun goes down, the track seems to come alive, and it happens at more racetracks than not. Am I sure. am I right? When the sun yeah, goes down, I mean, yeah. you tend you tend to bring more bring more moisture out. It tends to get a little bit better. Um, so, I mean, there's some tracks like in Knoxville. I don't think they start till after dark. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, so we're we're pretty fortunate for that. But it takes a, but yeah, like they said here, it's, it was a horrible. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Jameson Speedway sees these kind of comments and be like, okay, 
what can we do to make this? Yeah, and better? we're not knocking these guys. No, I'm no. not knocking. I don't want to knock. I want. And, and I'm just what I'm doing right now is just talking about what people have been telling me that were there. Oh, so yeah. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know, but I've read and heard and right. seen. You know, and, and you want to put out. You want to put out just input for them so that they because not every. It's not negative. This isn't negative. I, I don't. Wait, I don't want to go here and put down dirt tracks. That's not what this job's about. We're trying to promote them, but there's got to be a way to look at that Jameson Speedy and be like, okay, how can we make this better to where we could have had a Ryan Johnson showed up and know that he could race here mm-hmm. without commitment, you know? Sure. Because that's, that's a race you look at on your list 100% for sure, right? Not? Yeah, we went there twice. Uh, the last time we were there, I think we raced a heat race at 2 in the morning. Right. And, and after you drive four or five hours... That that's a lot. It, it's just it's not even yeah, the, yeah. And then you get up Sunday and drive all the way back. Yeah, it, it I, just I, for me it's it. Ain't, I don't find any fun. Yeah, two in the morning is supposed to be the time when you're all done. You're sitting around yeah. at the hollers. You're drinking a couple of cold ones. You're maybe trying to grill find, in some steaks. Yeah, you're trying to find out where you parked your truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that's a two in the morning. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> there was a one stampede. Yeah, I don't think I showed up to the camper till seven. Or <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, hello to a shout out here to a uh, blind dog watching Tommy Corcoran's watching and uh, Tommy, we are going to have a couple of Hall of Fame shows coming up too. So be, be ready, ready to back on GFBS. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier, Ryan, about, um, you know, especially dirty racing, yeah. uh, things like that. Has anybody really ever dirtied you on the racetrack, Ryan? Yeah, yeah a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, did you get into <laughs> it with them in the pits afterwards? Uh, you know, I- the first one, no. Uh, we had a car that got wrecked pretty good. Uh, then there's been a couple instances. Uh, I truly believe you just got to go have a conversation. Um, just mm-hmm. talk it out. It it ain't doing any good. Go on Facebook and no, banter. no. That's uh, the worst thing we could and do. And sometimes, yeah. you know, some places that the officials won't let you go have that conversation. But I think if you have that conversation. It doesn't get bad on the track. Okay. You know, I think if you go talk to someone, kind of mellow out and, you know, yeah. all mm-hmm. of a sudden you kind of kick back and think about what you, what happened on your side and what happened on their side and try to see through it. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't help to carry all that emotion, go out on the track and be pissed off and just destroy a car. Yep. Uh, cause then you lose fans, sponsors. Sure. You give yourself a bad look. Yep. Uh, it just ain't worth it in my eyes. Uh, by the way, uh, reliable source says you made it back to the camper at six fifteen a.m. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep, probably. Do you know uh, Jason Olson? Yeah, 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 probably. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got a comment about my NLRA hoodie. Uh, there we go. That's pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever, John. Whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Inside joke uh, between John and I, but whatever. I got I got like three of them, by the way. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, Chad hit it, Ryan. Uh, black car last year, blue car this year. What are you going to do for next year? Oh, I was trying to go white. And then I saw a video of the first night of the sights, and I saw six cars with white on it. Mm-hmm. And... Announcer's nightmare, by the way. I bet. Like it I, is. I, you know, I really like black. I hate cleaning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a black pickup. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, blue was. You know, it it looked. It was tough for me when we painted it and got everything on. 
It shocked me when I, I saw it. I just didn't really like it. And then we had dust and letter it, and we kind of wanted to go kind of simple, and we put a lot of fluorescent red on it. Mm-hmm. And it really popped. And honestly, after the year is done, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, that thing picture is so nice. Yeah, that's, um, that's the only blue car, I believe, that looks like that. Yeah. Obviously, Doug Van Mill's a blue mm-hmm. car, too, yep. the eight, but... That's it just a different. I, and, I like the color. Dude. And with the color scheme you've got on your car, getting back to announcers' jobs, your number is. Oh. I mean, it almost hits you in the face. It pops, and, and that's yeah. And so everybody should have blue cars with orange <laughs> numbers on them. Hey, during, it's, it's like we talked about during that uh, late model at the sites. Mm-hmm. We had how many nine cars? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow. You were like the F9, the I9, the 9S, the, the 9BS, <laughs> the 9FLT, the X9. And, and you know, it's not so bad, but uh, when, you, when you're looking at your computer and you yeah. start to get all those laps and you're not sure which 9 is where, and my computer only shows me top 10, and I know there's times that I'm probably saying the wrong 9. But then again, those guys maybe in the back, uh, they might be liking that, that uh, I'm saying they're they're not. but right. And vice versa, there's probably guys that don't like it, but... It's tough, and and I think a lot of people don't realize when they're in the shop and they're putting a car together, they paint it, they letter it, or whatever body panel colors they go with, it looks good in the shop with the lights and all that stuff, and then maybe you take it out on the racetrack and it starts to get dark and you're going 80 miles an hour, and maybe you start to realize, ooh, that is kind of tough to see. Yeah. Yeah, and Ryan's is right on the money, too. Yeah, and especially with sponsors. You want your sponsors to just pop out. Yep. Yeah, this so is, I think it was a good decision. I know it's, it was different for you, but... It, it's a lot of help to my dad. Well, and then my uncles. I mean, they got a hot rod shop, paint shop. We can paint whatever color. The biggest deal was to match uh, the nose piece. Oh, try right. Get, try to get it to blend, and then I absolutely hate wraps. Like, I'm not a wrap guy. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel once... I mean, there's some wraps that look beautiful and some get way busy some get busy some get distracting and you can't read squat Mm -hmm. and you start putting layers on and you just i I don't know i kind of like sticking to like three colors yep and try not to distract simplistic yeah i I, I like it as simple as more yep and and if you're wondering that in uh, the shop this winter if you should you know get get a little razzle dazzle sometimes you just simplify it a little bit right all right, uh, Robin. We do love number nines, by the way. Yeah, number and, nines uh, are cool, Robin. I just it was just so funny that the they're all in the same yeah. one. <laughs> and then, uh, by the way, Andrea just texted back. Uh, she's talking about maybe going yellow, uh, but then uh, you'd have to change the engine color to yellow too. Yeah, probably like a cat caterpillar. I think color. yellow and black's <laughs> a good color. Something like a hunter, mm-hmm. Austin would. Oh sure, oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yep. and then probably black rims and. Why don't you do pink? I don't see anybody with a pink car pink? out there. Well, pink would be uh, good. The Ryan Kerlick, he he's Ryan, usually yeah, pink cars. the late model yeah. Kerlick. He's a, you didn't yeah. see it this year, unfortunately. And, yeah, as long as it's a real pink and not a calamine lotion color, <laughs> Pepto Bismol, <laughs> like, like my hunting pink, shack pink. pink tiger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the one that I would probably do that would be really different is try mimic a Rick Eckert old school like a red look. Uh, yeah, I'd like that. Why don't you, that'd be you sharp. could do like peach, like flesh colored, like flesh, flesh colored pink. Flesh. No, Boy, that'd he, be weird. He, he, <laughs> when, he, when he says that they have a, bot, a hot rod shop, it's no joke. They could probably match anything they want mm-hmm. at that shop. It, I've been in there. It's an awesome little place to be. Yep. So homish, I would say the word would be. That's yeah, a, yeah. I mean, you feel like you can go on there and you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. that kind of shop. 
Um, I mean, so I think Tom Corcoran uh, agrees with you, Ryan. He says uh, the secret to a good graphics is to keep it simple, simple and uh, clean, so sponsors are easily read. And also, we have got a request from Aaron uh, for you there, uh, Ryan. He wants you to flex the mullet. Did He's he? wondering if you did it or did he miss it already? Was it Holton? Yeah. Uh, no. no. Aaron Rested. Rested. Oh. Can, can you flex the can mullet for us? Here the, we go. Oh, God. Oh, oh. oh wait. Yeah, take do, the hat off. Here, here, let's do it one more time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just freshly got cut from my cousin on Saturday. You got, you so, got the applause button. This That's thing hilarious. is in the flesh right now. Is it? Yeah. It's freshly it's permed fresh. and everything or no, what? No, dude. There's no perm. It's straight. You're curled natural. up. Wow. You're natural. Oh, really? It's all yeah. natural. Uh, He's straight natural. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, do you got any extra door panels laying around? Old door I, panels? I do. Uh, River City Speedway would like one for the tunnel. Heck yeah. I got a bunch. Oh, good. Good. Oh, Scotty okay. Iverson. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, he'd like to put either the tunnel yeah. or uh, the bar. I don't know where they're putting them, but... Uh, whoever, get a contact and get a hold of me. I got a bunch. All, All right. right. Give one to me, yeah. and I'll bring yeah, it there. Yeah, yeah, I could send it with you. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. You want a whole side? I kind of know him a little bit, so I could probably get a little something. Yeah, something. Uh, he does a great job, by the way, running the concessions at River City Speedway. Yeah, Scotty does. Uh, way to go, Scott. Ryan, uh, what's your plans for next year? Ooh. Ooh. I, I can't even... I don't even know what I'm doing next week, mm-hmm. so... Probably. When do you start thinking about it? January? Well, honestly, the, as nice as it is right now, I kind of wanted to just get the car done. Then I kind of flirted with selling this car. Uh, Not going to happen. Had a couple guys t- talking on it. Uh, would probably buy a new one. If not, we'll just start going through this car. Right. Replacing everything. The body is pretty nice. Uh, the passenger side's pretty tough. <laughs> it's pretty ugly. You, you met some stuff there, including the outside wall, the straightaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So the way that corner is this year, it doesn't hold a guy with a street stack. I, I've been trying to figure it out. Are we bit. talking about turn four? Turn yeah. four. Yeah. It, it just, you know, you come off the middle and it just doesn't stick. And I don't know what it is. If it's a 14-inch tire, the late models have, or whatever, if I need... 500 more horse, uh, it just doesn't want to stick. Mm-hmm. Right. And in a lot of classes did have trouble adjusting to that because uh, they kind of reconfigured it over the off season. And uh, there was all a, a safety issue. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was something that really needed to be done. But a lot of people in a lot of different classes had trouble navigating that corner at the beginning yeah. of the season. But uh, towards about the middle of the year, it, it, everybody kind of figured it out. Uh, stay off the high side on turn four unless you can really nail it. Yeah, unless your car is set up beautifully, you're going to have to, you're gonna have issues coming now, straight what away. What I can't understand is we could come off four, and the car will just drift out yeah. and want to just slam into that thing. And then I watch sprint cars come down, and I've seen Austin Pierce, uh, a couple other guys. They usually sit in turn one. Yep. And... I don't know how they don't. I mean, maybe they do always hit that right rear. Some of it must take a little bit of uh, absorption or kind of bounce off. You can mm-hmm. tickle a little bit. I just don't know how they don't. You know, don't, yeah, just snap because that around. would be a mess. I, well, oh. you got nothing covering that wheel, you know? right? 
I don't know. It, it, it's bugged me this year. Still we, to we this put, day, it's we, on Ryan's head. Uh, we put a lot of right <laughs> rear door bar or uh, passenger bumper bars. Dustin had to make a lot. Well, <laughs> I told him make one, and Brian's like, well, you might as well have four. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, when I used to smoke, it was buy a pack or a carton, because if you had a carton, well, then you just smoke more. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, you got a chance here, Ryan. Uh, thank the people that help you uh, every day and every week on your car. And also, uh, if you can think of all your sponsors, chance to give them a shout out here on the show. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank my dad. Uh, he's helped me from day one. As much as he didn't want me to get into mm-hmm. it, he's honestly more days. He's pretty dedicated. He's to more that. into it than me some days when I'm at my low. Uh, I'd like to thank him, uh, my girlfriend, for her support. Uh, we kind of, you know, I got to not be so knuckleheaded. Uh, the women let us do what we love to do. Yep. Uh, and it's a lot of time, you know, you spend going mm-hmm. to the track, getting the car ready all week, uh, all that. I'd like to thank uh, JMS Motorsports. He's helped us a lot getting us supplies this year. Uh, Olson Underground, Jason. For being with us on the car. Uh, Carlson Hardware Hank. Uh, Midwest Excavating and Drainage. Uh, some of these guys have been with us for Hardware Hanks every year since I started. Joel has been with us for probably seven, eight years. I'm not quite sure. Matt Tracks uh, came on board within the last five years. Um, E&J Farms is a buddy. Chinley's up by Steven. You know, it, it, it's there's a lot of help. It, it's um, nice I, when you can have sponsors, long time sponsors, and it's got to help when you win races. Yeah, you know, we kind of. I probably could do better on this part, but I didn't bug a lot of my sponsors this year just with the whole COVID deal. I figured, you know, mm-hmm. we can afford to put the car together. Yeah, we didn't know when we were going to race, and I wasn't going to start begging for money from. Them and we've uh, heard that from a lot of race car drivers at the beginning of the season, yeah. yeah. And it didn't bother me. I, I, I'm an easygoing guy. I don't get too worked up when it comes to that. And if we're gonna make it work, we'll make it work. So that that's kind of how we played this year to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't think we were gonna be going Fourth of July. I thought that was pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we were. Thank you to Grand Forks, uh, the commissioners, everyone that. Oh, I don't know. We want to thank them, but well, uh, <laughs> we'll thank it, it, we'll thank three we got, of them. We got a, we got a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Uh, there was a lot of people thinking about us, and honestly, motorsports that could have been the last thing on a lot of people's minds sure. during that deal. You know, right? I I, I don't know. I, I try to be chill about it, and you know, Canada they didn't have to. They were stuck. A lot of guys down southern Minnesota, you know, some of them tracks didn't open. So yep. I, it was really cool to kind of feel normal most of the year and run. Yeah. Uh, so that was awesome. Uh, if if I didn't live 30 miles from North Dakota, I'd be like in a probably igloo or something. Yeah. It, it felt normal to kind of It, it did. It did. Because, you know, we're kind of almost part of the community, too, mm-hmm. you know, even though we're up there. Right. Um, Carla says, uh, what a good, good girlfriend, RJ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, she's been pushing me to buy rings. So oh boy. 
Travis Strandell watching, Kevin Pappenfuss watching. Uh, Kevin, also you uh, are on my list for our Hall of Fame shows that we have coming up. Uh, Ryan Johnson, we thank you very much for yeah, coming today. Been awesome. Uh, your picture is going up on the Wall of Fame here that we've got now yeah. in the studios. And uh, thanks to Do So Photography for giving us these pictures. Does such a great job. Uh, Chad Hoff, the other half of the Bullring Boys. Great to have you back in the studio, buddy. Awesome to be here, big guy. Uh, can't wait till next week. Figure out who we're going to get on the show. <laughs> show today brought to you in part by Score. Would you like to get a better grasp of how to save money and improve your credit score? Well, maybe you want to start a new business or maybe buy a new home. Well, check out the Personal Growth Learning Series webinars hosted by Score and U.S. Bank. Conquering Credit Thursday, October 15th at 4 o'clock. Simple Steps to Starting a Business, October 22nd at 4. And Telling Your Story to Increase Sales, October 29th at 4. These one-hour sessions are free. You can register for one webinar, or maybe you want to register for all of them. Just call 701-746-5851. Personal Growth Learning Series presented by SCORE and U.S. Bank. Now, you know, all of the SBA's programs and services are provided to the public on a non-discriminatory basis. Reasonable arrangements for persons with disabilities will be made if requested at least two weeks in advance. Again, 746-5851. Hey, we'd love for you to become a Podbean Premium subscriber, a chance for you to win some free stuff. Just go to your uh, Play Store, you download Podbean, search GFBS, hit follow and buy premium, and you are all set. And by the way, we are now on Amazon Music. How cool is that? Just tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast. Well, wrapping up another Dirty Thursday. Oh, it's my favorite day of the week. Tomorrow, Lonnie Lafine will be on the show. Make sure you like, share, and tag us for Grand Forks Best Source, giving Grand Forks an identity again.